Hello, hello there. This is Stan Janowski, also known as Victor Crumb, and you are listening to Paging Mr. Potter. <laughs> Mr. Potter. Harry Potter is a book. We will read it page by page. Come and join us if you dare. You're like a roller coaster commander <laughs> in a big four poster bed. Now, we actually have discussed this song before on the podcast. Um, oh, have we? You I know checked. Why. It's not in Hufflepuff. No, no, no. It wasn't a Hufflepuff. It's because that song, um, Roller Coaster, I think it's called, by who are they, mm-hmm. who are they called again? Um, Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Fellatio. Machine Gun Fellatio. But crucially, crucially, that song does come off the album Paging Mr. Strike, which is very similar to <laughs> our <laughs> podcast name. And yes, that's correct. I am the only person on the planet that knows that. Um, um. I also have... So I've got another fact about uh, Machine Gun Fellatio. <laughs> of course you do. <clears throat> I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Um, Paging Mr. Strike was, was pretty crucial for me uh, <laughs> in my early years. Formative um, album for Andrew. Yeah, formative for me. Um, really molded me. So, um, another fact. So, the band Sneaky Sound System, the lead singer, Connie Mitchell, she was also in Machine Gun Fellatio. Oh. <laughs> and for people who don't um, remember this band, of course you don't, or if you've never heard of them in your... Um, <laughs> Pathetic little lives <laughs> um, Fair enough Honestly I think oh. Not many people Other than Andrew Their official biographer Would remember this band <laughs> But they came up At, at an interesting um, Time in Music it, It's mm-hmm. kind of adjacent To a lot of our um, What a load of Hufflepuff songs Yeah But what would you call Bands like Machine Gun Fellatio Or I'd put Do you remember that band Um Electric Six. Yes, yes. I'd put them in the same category. Take it to the gay bar. Whatever, right? Gay bar, yep. Spider Bait. Spider Bait was like a little bit in that... uh, not Spider not all Spider Bait, but like that era, they definitely had some songs. Like I remember that it's they had that um Black Betty um cover, cover which yeah. was yeah, kind of fitting Maybe like that. It was like meme <coughs> rock. Or like Yeah, they were they were so, kind yeah, of jokes, rock. but like really weird and kind of lame jokes yeah, that yeah. got really popular. <laughs> Maybe even the darkness fits into this category. But okay, so we've yeah, come yeah, up yeah. with the subgenre of Granny's Growlers. Which mm-hmm. describes, you know, the angry feminist kind of. That's uh, right. I forgot that that's what that referred kind of, to. Yeah, yeah. The guttural kind of singing from the late nineties. What what what's our term for like the fucking machine gun fellatio? Well, if that world, one's about growlers, this is very dick heavy, isn't it? This is this is penile. Yeah, this is the penis side of yeah. the mm, of the yeah. What it's is the it? yin to the Granny's Growlers Yang. Like cock, <laughs> cock. Hog. I mean, cock rock was like a genre, but yeah, this is quite different. This is more like fuck rock, mm. fuck or rock, like um, skull fuck rock, or skull fuck. <laughs> well, that's definitely the machine gun fellatio uh, <laughs> element. Throat step, it was an maybe. In- 
God, that sounds like neo-Nazi core. <laughs> Throat step. Yuck. Ooh, hate that. Really hate that a lot. Um, wish you hadn't said it. But do write in with any other throat step recommendations that come to mind. I mean, we've been pretty ambiguous about what the meaning is. I think but, people you know, know though. Think, they know what we're talking about. I know. I know. I think but hopefully we can all rally behind um, throat step. As the other one. Of. The other one I can think of is, um, and I think I think Reed and you've brought this to us before on on uh, Hufflepuff, but. Uh, uh, the one that's like, do you think that I could get some jigger jigger like that song? Oh, yes. Yes. Just a, just hot a little cop. thing, hot action cop. Yes, <laughs> yeah, even for the flavor. Graphic music, yeah, yeah. He yeah, really wanted right. a, it's graphic. A stinky finger, that man. <laughs> he, he, that was his horrendous. Goal. There really God. is a deep-seated horniness behind all these bands, isn't there? What do you? Yeah, like what a do you real frustrated God, yeah. horniness? Like, like, it's not like. They're going out and getting laid every weekend, like the typical image of the rock star. This is like we're at home. We're very like very much on the computer a lot on the Dude, early days what, of the internet. Especially yeah. forums, the late, maybe late nineties, two thousands. I don't know if anyone was having sex because like the Offspring is all very incelly songs. It's all about yeah, um, they're very incel. Like them getting. You know, hotter guys than them coming along and fucking their girlfriends and just being like, please, yeah. like, go ahead and, and fuck my girlfriend if you please, but spare me the details well, there's if you don't mind. Reading, but there's, there's also cuck rock, which is what, what cuck cuck rock. Rock. the, yeah, yeah, the offspring were pioneers of. The other band, and I don't really want to like tie them with the same brush because they are genuinely one of my favorite bands of all time, but I do think Regurgitator kind of fit into that. Um, mm. To that mold a little bit as well Like very jokey Kind of tongue in cheek stuff But I will say I do think the members Of Regurgitator Are all fucked on the reg And that's probably <laughs> the difference That probably is the difference That might be the and Are you factor. saying that Andrew Because you're often Just mistaken For the lead singer Of Regurgitator <laughs> Quine Yeomans to look extremely um, Similar to you Yeah anyway. Quine Yeomans Yes One of the One of the greats um, but that I have to say as well, like now that we talk about it, a lot of those bands were kind of Australian and to me, I like, like, like that whole genre feels quite Australian, that real tongue in cheek kind of, mm. it's a bit laddie. Um, but, um, I'm just thinking now like that, that feels like to me the last Australian genre. I can't think of anything since then that's felt like specifically Australian. Well, there was barbecue hip hop. Which was oh yeah, that's true. That's a great. That was like um three six. The Weber Q. Like yeah, Pez. yeah. So this was yeah, yeah. Australia's <laughs> answer to you know Jay Z, Kanye. Um, barbecue hip hop. That's so yeah, awesome. For a while, for a good long while, from the mid two thousands, maybe I reckon a ten year stretch. Mm. It was all just kind of very banal. You, yeah. you had to either rap about following your dreams. But yeah, yeah, you'd be yeah. having It was kind of like You're having that conversation At a barbecue At a barbecue um, With beer yeah. in hand And a sausage in the other <laughs> Very It's painful it, had to, it was always about Like being aspirational But also being from like The North Shore Like yeah. Isn't that where like All those Bliss and Esso guys are from? <laughs> They're you like gangster real, rap realistic Yeah yeah, Aspirational yeah. but knowing that like It's just getting like A, a two story house in Manly Like at best yeah, and I suppose now we have like one four and things like that. Like that seems like a bit. Of, I mean, it is just drill rap, really. But but there is like more of an Australian twang to it, which I do enjoy. True. I don't true. know. True. Yeah, I guess everything none I said was wrong. Really, that's not true. None of these are really <laughs> uniquely Australian art forms, are they? Like America has like jazz and rap. And we have <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. 
Machine gun yeah. fellatio. <laughs> and barbecue hip hop. So anyway, and barbecue hip hop. You're welcome, uh, cultural music scene. This is our contribution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I, very good. I refuse. We simply can't, guys. We're we're not anywhere near done with machine gun fellatio. I, I'm hesitant okay, to admit good. that, but we're, we've That's only good. scratched the surface. <clears throat> and I'm yeah, I've got a bit more too. So <laughs> let's go. <Okay. laughs> Okay, well, I was thinking I'm going to do an impromptu game of what's that, um, Peter Pettahoo, but for okay. Machine Gun <laughs> Fellatio because the names of, of these band members is truly something like very. I mean, <laughs> now, I don't before even... we get into it, Rudin, um, I feel like I'm at a distinct disadvantage here. Andrew, do you have to recuse yourself from this segment? Yeah, I this feel doesn't like feel you fair. Probably have this knowledge like down pat. Well, not only that, I've got all their numbers in my phone. I mean, these are all dear (laughs) friends of mine. I've interviewed them for the book. These are your guys, right? Yeah, these are my guys. These are my and girls and girls. Um, Go on. All right. Um, First one is the Widow Jones. Wait, so we're we're saying they are in the band or they're not? Yeah, is it something I'm literally making up right now, or is it? Are they members of the band? (laughs) That sounds like. The Widow Jones is really funny. Um, band member. Yeah, band member. That is a band member, correct. Mm, yeah. What about Pinky Beecroft? Pinky Beecroft? Pinky Beecroft. That has a decidedly reading smell to it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say reading. I'm going to double down on band member. That is a band member. Pinky Beecroft is a member of the band. Pinky (laughs) Beecroft. Nice. Okay. What about Motor Fist? (laughs) God, it's reading again. There's always slight violence to reading's imagery. Um, Motor Fist. I think that's reading. I think it's 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 playing a little bit on the whole machine gun fellatio with the Motor Fist. So I mean, it read. is horny. It is in keeping with their style. That's true. Uh, like, fuck that's it. True. I, I'm going to go band. It is a Reardon one, unfortunately. Sorry, Nathan. Uh, uh, Motor <laughs> Fist. Yeah, I should have known. What about Chit? What about Chit Chat von Lupenstab? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'll say it again. I'll say it again. Chit Chat von Lupenstab. I mean, obviously, we're not going to abide that. I would have thought, Andrew, that's got to be a Reardon Lee. Original. I'm going to say Reardon, yeah. <gasps> no, Chit Chat Von Lupenstab, <laughs> oh, a.k.a. Glenn Dormand, was one of the founders of the band. Glenn no. Dormand. With, did he found it or not, with Brian Ferry Sexual? I think I've heard of Brian that. I think that's real. Ferry Sexual. I think that's real. That's correct. I don't even get it. But I think that's well, real. Brian yeah. Ferry is a Australian singer, I think, and maybe it's is like Australian? Brian very sexual. Brian Ferry's yeah, quite a well-known singer. But so he is this a real person as well? Is he Australian? Really? Um, I'm pretty br- sure. Did Machine Gun Fellatio have something to do? This is not interesting. But None did they day. have something to do with that weird oh, stage on Big Day Out, which is like the Lily Pad, where they used to get these like. Weird art performers. Um, or am I just like doing? No, that sounds. That's. That, I mean, that sounds right. I mean, they definitely would have played some big day outs. I'm sure of that. So um, that's some maybe trivia for you. 
Okay. You know, um, okay. you know how I said that um, what's her face is in sneaky sound system. I think a few weeks ago I was talking about how my grand, how I went to see Kylie Minogue um, <laughs> with my grandma. Um, what, this is yes. you know, back when these guys were around. Um, this is my Chinese grandma. Um, another artist that she saw multiple times was Sneaky Sound System. She loved Sneaky Sound <laughs> really? System. Yeah, yeah. She was I'm big gonna... into like pretty much any music that like you might find on a on a on a Ministry of Sound record oh, in like right. 2004. She was right into it with like a Paul Oakenfold remix. Armin Van anything Hilden. that. Exactly. Anything like that, my grandma was there raving with the gays. Um, Were you guys Van Helden or Van Buren fans? Like, personally? I'm a big Van Helsing guy personally. Van I Helsing, yeah. Van Halen was pretty good. Van too. Halen. I'm yeah. more of a Peter Van Den Hoogen band guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah, was big. He was big in in the day. And of course, Rob Van Dam. And um, <laughs> Five Star Frog Splash. <laughs> You're a big Frog Splash guys <laughs> um let me run you through the the the, the, the lineup of the band we've There's got more. brian yep. ferry sexual chit chat von lupenstab kk juggy <laughs> kk juggy <laughs> kk juggy love shark pinky beecroft the widow jones <laughs> fiance fiance and 3k <laughs> short queen f <clears throat> Queen F, yeah. I think Fiance might have been um, who um, the Sneaky Sound System woman was. Anyway, <clears throat> that also reminded me. Sorry, there's a bit of an all over the place start, guys. I know it's not what you're used to as, as fans of this podcast, but um, we did have some people write in this week requesting for we are recording on Anzac Day that last post remix <laughs> that um, oh, for God's sake. whoever I put in, that. which yes, I have to you- say when. Made me chuckle, so please, can can you drop that in again, Nathan, this week? I guess we have to, since heaps of people wrote I'll in <laughs> requesting it. Well, two people wrote in, but that's enough. Last, last post epic trap remix by epic tra- <laughs> by epic epic patriot. <laughs> epic patriot. <laughs> epic patriot. They shall not grow old. Well, if Epic Patriot doesn't have any kills to his names yet, I think he will before too long. <laughs> there, there, there's so on? many fireworks going off currently at my house. I assume yeah, I for Anzac that. Day, which I don't know, it just seems tasteless. Yeah, it does. A fireworks bit, right? not appropriate, yeah. and maybe incredibly like triggering you <laughs> if you've got PTSD <laughs> from war and there's just random fireworks suddenly. Bah, 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 bah. That's kind of like how for the Bali bombings, um, whatever, like 20 oh year God, reunion yes. or whatever, they just like showed all this insane footage <laughs> at the memorial of, of it, yeah, of yeah. it burning down <laughs> and everyone was traumatized by it. Although, um, you know, I suppose, are there any Anzacs left? Surely not. Are there? I, no. You sure? Nah, no, no, no. They no, couldn't no, be. No. No, no, they can't. No, of course not. I was like, they'd have to. They would have had to be a fetus when <laughs> the war was gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, is that anyway. enough um, Australian music chat? I think so, and I think we've touched on the Anzacs, um, our brave, our brave boys. So I think we've we've covered that too nicely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I think so. Well, if we're all done with that stuff, I've got. I've been just dying to tell you guys about. Um, Yay. <laughs> 
my ridiculous Saturday night um, last Uh-oh, weekend. Oh, Natty Uh-oh. on the town, lock you up know, your daughters. You know, you know when I paint the town red, ridden. Um, well, <laughs> was there a second half to that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to try and start that again. So... <laughs> Last night, for whatever reason, um, Cassie and I decided to go to Mexican Lucha Libre Wrestling at the Factory Theatre oh, in Marrickville. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I saw on the story, I think. It was, you know, I'm still trying to process what I witnessed. So hopefully, um, with you guys' help, we'll, I'll be able to come to terms with it. It was fucking unbelievable. How much were and tickets? Not How all much of it tickets? good. Uh, probably $60, I think. <laughs> Whoa, so that's steep. That's quite expensive. Wow. To watch amateur Mexican wrestling. <laughs> but because I'm with my, my fellas here, I, I know I can speak frankly. You know, of your course, missus course. is always saying, Nathan, you never take me anywhere. <laughs> so I thought, why not, why not splurge? We'll go to Mexican Lucha Libre Wrestling <laughs> at, um... The factory in Marrickville. Um, it was advertisers having like, uh, you know, Mexican food and stalls and drinks and stuff. Uh, that didn't make an appearance in the end. None of that turned out to be true. <laughs> already, just before we go into this, it already has a big whiff of a classic Nathan event purchase. Like when you bought tickets to uh, the, <laughs> the Weasleys. <laughs> or, yeah, it was it a Weasleys Q&A? And it was <laughs> incredible. The, tr- the trademark features of a Nathan event are incredibly expensive, incredibly stupid, and over-promising <laughs> yeah, and under-delivering on what was advertised. <laughs> it's so funny true. you say that because I'm pretty sure I recognised a couple of familiar faces in the crowd and that's where they were from. It's the Weasley comic book convention thing. Oh, so anyway, yeah, oh, and God, a more motley assortment of cunts I've never seen in my life. <laughs> but maybe we'll get to that. <laughs> Oh, I do just love the idea of this being being a date though as well. Like like as you yeah. say, you know, <laughs> you know she's, she, she's like she's like yeah. I know you took me to the bare knuckle boxing last week and the and the and the, the motor show a few weeks ago, but I shouldn't have to ask. That's the thing. I shouldn't have to ask you to take me to the bare knuckle boxing. So it's There's nice fighting a huge next cock week. Fight coming up next week. Yeah. Cock like, fighting. You just say the yeah. same thing. That's fucking weird. Anyway, that's really um, odd. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. So the setup was basically like the the ring was in the middle of the standing floor section, and then they had they've got like quite a big stage there, uh, which yeah. was once graced by the band Yon Yon. That's right. Nathan and I have, have <laughs> tread those boards you know, once. That's that's incidental. Yeah, it's, um, just a <laughs> small humble brag there. <laughs> Very small, tiny. <laughs> I don't even want to mention it, Andrew. God, <laughs> maybe I'll delete that. Might need to. I hope yeah. it doesn't find its way in the pod. <laughs> Anyway, so so then the stage was set up with like a big screen and um, live instruments and stuff so that the wrestlers could make their entrance from the stage into the ring, which is in the middle of the dance floor, basically. And so we're right up against the ring. And then the ring announcer comes out and the crowd is hyped, dude. This was like, it was like big fight feel. And the ring announcer goes... You know, he's starting the show, he welcomes everyone, and he goes, okay, it's time to start the show. You know what that means. And I have to admit, I did not know what that means. <laughs> but the crowd evidently did. So they start chanting, Chico, Chico, Chico. <laughs> and it turns Doesn't out that, that just Chico... Mean boy? 
Yeah, I think it doesn't just mean translates to boy, but he's the biggest star in the company, right? right. So he comes down. He's the um, boy. Chico, he's, the Chico. he's got the Chico, the Mexican wrestling Chico. mask. Yeah. He's draped in the Mexican flag and he's got a huge bottle of tequila. <laughs> so he jumps in the ring and starts pouring it into the audience members' mouths. Oh, we all go, Chico, Chico. So he's feeding us all tequila. That's Did you get and then the ring announcer goes... Oh, well, I tried reading. I, I was right at no, the front, but you know. You're a hopeless romantic. You try to get some <laughs> giant <laughs> fat man to pour. <laughs> yes, yeah, threw your girlfriend to the ground. Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I climbed on Cassie's shoulders, just hoping to get a taste of that sweet, sweet tequila. That sweet Mexican um, nectar. But luckily for us, so the ring announcer goes, for an event this big, you know, we had to call in a favor. We've got Chico's brother, Chiquito. <laughs> Usually when you call in a favor, it's not a younger brother. <laughs> it's like <laughs> expected to be like Triple H or something. <laughs> we yeah, have it wasn't Rey Mysterio. Um, this was Chiquito. And Chiquito is a little person. No. He was dressed exactly like Chico, you know, down to the, the mask, the, the costume, the tights. Was it and a he normal? also had a bottle of tequila. <laughs> so we're oh not five seconds in and um, there is... Yes. You know, a little person um, pouring tequila in my willing mouth. <laughs> so I, suddenly I was screaming, Chiquito, Chiquito. And, and unfortunately, not to knock Chiquito's performance, but he's not the, God bless him, he's not the most dexterous um, performer. Right. And so he just pours like half a bottle of tequila straight onto the guy's shirt in front of me, who is pissed, um, and then goes about his merry business. That's oh, Chiquito. He's a he's a cheeky. Chiquito. He's Chiquito, but also cheeky, Chiquito. Cheeky in name and nature. Didn't Abba write a song about him? Which song? What's that? Chiquito. 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 Yes. Yes. The answer to that question is absolutely yes. Then what? Then what? Then what? Then what? Well, read, and then it was time for the matches to get started. And I'm just going to run you quickly through some of the some of the wrestlers we saw. Um, one of them was Mexican Werewolf, who came out to the song "Who Let the Dogs Out." So, as you can imagine, I was fired up at that. Not even, not Mexican or werewolf. Yeah, I thought it was going to be some Warren Zevon, but they went with the Baja man. Um, much to the pleasure of the crowd, I'll have you know, Andrew Quo. They could you the imagine the honky tonk of that Warren Zevon song? Ding 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 ding. As he came out, like the crowd would go ballistic. Oh, or hungry like the wolf. Even? Or hungry like the oh wolf. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they went for wolf mother. Wolf mother. Oh, wolf mother. Mother of the wolf. Oh, another pod fave. Um, <laughs> then he was wrestling against like a, a heel character, a villain who was basically. Um, his gimmick was a sex pest So um. he came out In tiny little speedos And like a Zorro mask And he was carrying like a, a rose Like a prop rose And he got in the ring And proceeded to jack off the prop prop rose oh. um, And pretend to come in the faces of women in the audience wow. Not, not oh, exaggerating my at God. all your um, partner oh, is so a lucky lucky lady Other wrestlers <laughs> No no he was, he was showboating to the crowd um, so to speak. Okay. Um, okay. My favorite wrestler of the night, La Cucaracha. Um, <laughs> hey, that's what I used to call myself. <laughs> as, you, yeah, as you can imagine, he was dressed as a cockroach. Yeah, yeah. Um, in a very 
crappy like onesie type setup. And and the, the interesting thing about La Cucaracha is he was even hornier than <laughs> the Lothario character. Nice. Uh, at one point, he just got his ass out for no reason and started shaking it around. Um, so that was interesting. There was a, a Pope character. How many? And he were came there? out. Yeah, there was pl- a oh, hell of was, a, a cast of characters. I know. It was just, the card was jam packed. Honestly, wow. The bill. Normally in wrestling, like they're not always necessarily like playing a character as they as you would in a play. Like they're just hey, this is this guy, the wrestler. They're not. They're not normally being like the Pope or <laughs> yeah, the no. Pope. Cockroach. It gets worse, written. Um, oh no! So, so yeah, yeah. The Pope character came out w- with his sidekick, who was an altar boy, and oh, when God. they it, when oh, he oh, bent over no, no, no. step through the ropes, the Pope kind of pretended to fuck him. To um, fuck him, really? That's funny. Uh, okay, yeah. But then yep. tastefully um, done. So that all happened. That was all um, in good fun, <laughs> and then <laughs> the, it was time for the intermission. So. The ring announcer says, okay, everyone head to the dance floor. Then uh, this mariachi guy who was like uh, the most stereotypical Mexican. It was like offensive, but he was. <laughs> this all himself. sounds quite offensive. Um, yeah. So well, he, he actually he was Mexican, playing, you're saying. He was he was Mexican as far as I can tell. Right. Um, he started, he played for about an hour. and. Wow. The crowd was so hyped for it. There was like almost a fucking mosh pit. And and everywhere, no no word of a joke, everyone's hooking up. Everyone's what? Like making out like, what? like fucking a, a year 10 dance or something. It was fucking crazy. And that was just the intermission. What in um, the world? I'll, I'll whiz through the second half, but there's some very did important you, stuff. I, I need, need to know, to Nathan, did mm. you and your lovely girlfriend um, make out during the sort of mariachi makeout break, <laughs> which is a thing. I mean, uh, our, our jaws just hit the floor, really. Like, we didn't know how to react. <laughs> We're a couple of cervezas in at this point as well. But it was it was honestly, like, a bit too much. And so for the second half, we kind of moved away from the, sta- uh, from the ring a little bit. <laughs> kind of, you know, observed oh, from afar. But okay, so it's time for the second half of the show to start. And That's only the first half. No, no, and, and I know this is going on a little bit, but I need to no, tell no, you no, about no, these no. details. Nathan, so. we simply, if we have to clear the rest <laughs> of the pod, if this goes into tomorrow, I'm, I'm happy. We're hearing I'm what happy happened, for that what went happen. down. Well, I can say they, they turned it up a few more notches for the second half of the show. Oh what other notches? There's no <laughs> You're out of notches. You're at 10, <laughs> brother. You're out of notches. So um, the ring announcer's back and he says, okay. Now it's time for the night where Chico gets really wild. Oh my god! And oh, sounds already pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought his behaviour you know, to date had been pretty outrageous, mm. <laughs> frankly. But apparently, that was him at about a four out of ten. So oh he was my. about to crank it up to an eight or nine. So what happened was Chico uh, lies down in the middle of the ring, and um, meanwhile, the ring announcer is pulling out volunteers out of the crowd. And Chico proceeds to pour tequila into his belly button. Oh. And the volunteers, they're just crowd members. Oh, God. Are basically being pressured by the crowd to oh, suck the yuck. tequila out. Of He's already been Chico's wrestling for half button. of the show as well. He's, it, yeah. He's it, a sweaty boy. Sweaty. 
He was disgusting. That is revolting. And, you know, the first three just sucked it down like it's nobody's business. Oh. But this is oh terrible. My Lord. This, this is terrible. So <laughs> the third, like uh, sorry, the fourth volunteer, you could hardly call her a vo- volunteer to be honest. <laughs> Um, she was really not into it. Like she was so hesitant. Of course, the crowd's going suck the. Belly. Why? Why suck would she be hesitant? Suck, suck what it were they, down. Well, suck it suck down. The belly. This and is she's like, the belly. she's like, please suck no. It down. I started shouting like, Chico, enough. She doesn't want to do it. You've <laughs> <laughs> gone too far, Chico. Chico. Let her go. God. I was like, shame on you, Chico. But eventually, <laughs> the, the crowd overwhelmed her. Oh no! And and meanwhile, Chico's like stomping his little legs on <laughs> on the floor and like wriggling like. What a was Chiquito baby? doing? Like, <laughs> Chiquito is just watching with a plum, Andrew. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I would have thought the little fellow would talk some sense into to the Chico, big bro. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So oh eventually, gosh. she like succumbs to the oh, horrible. That's awful. Brethren. And then it's main event time. <laughs> so. <laughs> God. So this was a the hell of a warm up <laughs> act. Yeah. We were all thoroughly, you know, enthused by now. Um, <laughs> the crowd was hot. It was time for the main event. So, this guy in a very crude Donald Trump outfit comes out. Oh, classic. And his name was just Trump. Like, so, I don't know if we're supposed to believe it was Donald Trump <laughs> or what the hell was going on, um, canon-wise. Yeah. But... Um, I'm very proud to say that the Australians in the audience started a spontaneous build the wall chant. So that was, that was <laughs> of course, oh, of course. <laughs> and what a place to do it at the Mexican wrestling event. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so, and like, I think the majority of the wrestlers were like from Mexico. I, I feel really? like oh, some of them were it. local weirdos. That oh, so they were actually <laughs> like a traveling in. kind of Mexican wrestling troupe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So right. this is they're on tour. So maybe. They probably thought we'll bring Trump in as the heel character, the villain, mm. and what they didn't expect was um, how racist the racism we are. of yeah, Australians. Yeah. How racist we are! They didn't account for it. You have to factor that <laughs> into the calculations. Is that Australians are going to be whatever racism you think they'll be? It'll be double, triple that. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> rooting for Trump. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So then. The, the main event was going to be a three-on-three tag team match, right? So, it's Chico, Chiquito, and just another good guy wrestler right. versus Trump. Then he brings out his tag team partner. Um, the first oh, no. one is <laughs> like McConnell. a... Hitler. It's like a... <laughs> no, he's like a, he was like a Texan with like the cowboy hat, like okay. racist uh, white yep. Texan. Yeah. And then I'm going to let you guess. Think about your quintessential... American villain for the third tag team partner. So we've got Donald Trump, we've got this racist like Border Patrol Texan. Mm. And what do you guys think okay. was the third tag team partner? Um American tag maybe uh Hillary Clinton. Okay, good guess. Good uh, guess. Drew? Um I mean I don't know, as I said, I th- I would have thought Mitch McConnell would be a useful sort of because he's because he's he's cagey, you know. So I would bring Mitch in, keep the political cagey. element going. Um I don't know, who who was it? Well I can tell you they decided to go with Dracula. <laughs> um that's <laughs> Count Dracula. No, nah. that's awesome. I'm out. So um Nosferatu. <laughs> Yeah, the very face of evil, Count Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, so funny, awesome. Funny. 
And um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm proud to report that uh, little Chiquito did get the win in the end. Um, oh, hell yeah. Splash oh, thank off God. the top rope. But, um, yeah, I, so as I said, I'm still trying to process all that. It was one of the fucking craziest, weirdest, most uncomfortable <laughs> events I've ever been to. And I can't wait till they're back in town. Yeah, that sounds it was, crazy. It was quite a show. I'm going to fly Definitely back next time, next time they're in town because I, I don't want to miss that. The chance to see Chiquito in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> what was your lovely girlfriend's reaction to all these things? I mean, she she was up for it, um, to be honest. But I think <laughs> okay. I think that was you know before we really got into La Cucaracha yeah, and the Mexican werewolf yeah, and, yeah. and Donald Trump Sex. and everything. So I mean, we made really the best like, of it. Looking back at it, the, the guy um, coming on the flower and in the the women's faces mm, of the audience. Mm. Pretty mild in comparison to what um, what ended up going down. Yeah, happening. Yeah, unbelievably. Yes, it wouldn't I, have been bored though. Certainly, I mean, and that's the aim of entertainment. Ultimately, right? It is to entertain. It's it's not necessarily to make you Couldn't think. Look away. It's yeah. To I'd say other than a little you. dip in the middle with the hour long mariachi performance. So was it actually was an hour? Bit of a, was it an hour? Bit of a piss break. I felt like an hour. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Anyway, so thank God I got that off my oh, chest. Fuck. Wow. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah, I did that think it had been. So awesome. It was a bit suspicious that because I'd seen on the Instagram story some some wrestling, and I hadn't heard a peep <laughs> out of you about <laughs> this whole thing. So I was I was wondering. So thank you for bringing us that no, story. Bit my tongue. Um. Oh God. We still haven't done the page. That is amazing. Well, that was entertainment. Let's uh, really flip it over and do the most boring, least entertaining thing on the planet and read another page of Harry Potter, shall we? Hell yeah. Well, it's probably a good um, run into Harry Potter, Nathan, the sort of sheer incoherence and absurdity and, you know, hack writing of the Mexican wrestling narrative. Um, also, just the, the the mishmash of mythologies as well works quite mm-hmm. nicely. With like Count yeah. Dracula and Donald Trump all <laughs> poking their nose in. Um, we're up to page 187 of this sighting. Uh, yeah. What's happened? What's been going on? They've been talking to Hagrid. They're at the uh, library. To, or oh, that's right. He ha- the Hagrid's got a dragon egg. Hagrid's got a dragon oh, egg. That's right. So is that what he was hiding in the library? Remember he was walking around with something behind his back? Was that a dragon egg? Um, I don't know. Oh, maybe. I guess so. Because yeah, it's like, maybe. Why, why do that if you're going to immediately <laughs> tell them like two pages later? But anyway, let's not delve into that too much. Ron wants to <clears throat> skip herbology uh, and go straight down to the hut because... Uh, the the dragon ed- egg is hatching, and there's going to be an actual live dragon uh, on school grounds, which is awesome. Um, and Ron's trying to go down, but Hermione's obviously she doesn't want to go. She says, "We've got lessons. We'll get into trouble, and that's nothing to not nothing to what Hagrid's going to be in when someone finds out what he's doing." Shut up, Harry whispered. <laughs> Did he actually? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Pretty fucking rude. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, they they argued all the way to herbology, and in the end, Hermione agreed to run down to Hagrid's with the other two during the morning break. It seems quite out of character that <laughs> Harry suddenly just snaps with "Shut up" to Hermione. Yeah. It, it, not only is it like really 
just shit dialogue like adds nothing but it actually goes against what we know about the characters so far yeah like far from showing development it's just they're regressing it's a really pointless jarring addition <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it doesn't make any sense um Hagrid yeah, he's obviously got that clicker in him, you know. Some people, some people mm. have the clicker gene, and some people don't. I definitely have the clicker gene in me. Um, yes, and I, it seems like Harry. As many had. touch football judges around, <laughs> referees, sorry, around <laughs> the inner west can attest, Andrew does in fact have the <laughs> clicker gene. <clears throat> yeah, people wouldn't know that about me, but I, I can occasionally, like Harry. Um, I guess that's what all heroes, all heroes have that in them. Maybe just the the, the ability to to that's blow what makes up, fly off the handle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And say a moment's notice. Yeah, yeah. Really mean personal things to volunteer referees. <laughs> <laughs> for, 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 yeah, with very little reason to do so. Um, <clears throat> sorry, well, you were reading Harry Potter, I think. What was, what was oh, Harry going Potter? On? Yeah, Hagrid greeted them, looking flushed and excited. It's nearly out, and he ushered them inside. The egg was lying on the table. There were deep cracks in it. Something was moving inside. A dragon, I bet. A funny clicking noise was coming from it. They all drew their chairs up to the table and watched with bated breath. All at once, there was a scraping and an egg split open. The baby dragon flopped onto the table. It wasn't exactly pretty, Harry thought. Okay. It looks like a crumpled black umbrella. Its spiny wings were huge compared to its skinny jet body. What's don't know what that means. Jet body? Jet body. Skinny <laughs> skinny skinny jet body. <laughs> wow, that doesn't yeah, doesn't does not create any image in my mind, that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Nothing comes to mind. Don't know what she's talking about. Skinny jet body indeed. <laughs> it had a long snout with wide nostrils. The stubs of horns and bulging orange eyes. Was this in the book, uh, in the movie? I don't remember this at all. No, I don't. It seems like an unnecessary digression from the main plot because yeah. I don't think they end up using a dragon at all. But I could be wrong. I don't remember anything no. from the books. So, no. Oh, anyway, <laughs> whatever. Um, Kids, yeah. uh, I will say this: she has captured the fact that newborns are fucking so oh, man. I was about unattractive. To say. Humans especially, honestly. They look so oh my fucked God. up. Um, my nephew, Xavier, um, well, I remember when he was born, I was like, oh my God, like he's so cute. He's actually like a cute baby. Like he, I, Normally newborns aren't cute. He's so cute. And then we're going back looking at photos of him when he was born. And he's, that looks biz- like terrible. Like, he looks ugly. Yeah, ugly, yeah they're ugly, horrendous. Ugly, ugly. Horrendous to look at. Horrendous to look at. And he's got a bit of Asian in him too. Because like that's that's like mm. the, yeah, he's the one secret of the good ones. source, really. Like <laughs> like what no no, <laughs> but true. as babies, you have to admit yeah. white babies are incredibly grotesque. Oh my god. Oh, oh hideous just like little awful. demon creatures. They really are, yeah. Whereas Asians not like, like quite cute. done yet, are they human babies? Like they're re- they really are no. like completely feeble and helpless. For quite some yes. time afterwards. Yeah, they're yeah. like the only... There's not many animals like that, right? Like most of them come out, you know, more or less fully formed. Yeah, they can they like can... climb a tree or like mm. fucking... <laughs> exactly. It's like if you just drop the baby like in the forest, she's not lasting like no, a no. second. They can't do anything. They literally can't do anything. <laughs> That's I know cra- that there yeah, are quite, quite a few... Um... 
parents that do listen to the podcast, if you think you mm. may be, oh, maybe my baby is cute, send us a photo and we'll be the judge. <laughs> but when they, but especially like, okay, they're pretty ugly for a while, but that, when they first come out, I don't know if you guys have had the pleasure of seeing a baby when they've like first emerged. Ugh. It is a fucking horror show. It is like <laughs> an absolute <laughs> horror movie. It's horrible and it like i remember uh, one of my good friends had a baby um when was it I, th- I guess earlier no it must have been mid last year maybe anyway whatever and and he had no idea like you know he had no idea what was going to happen and he was like genuinely traumatized by the whole experience i mean the whole you know birth process is pretty awful we've said on the pod not as bad as moving house and i stand by it but <laughs> it's pretty awful and then he said and then this baby came out and apparently the baby had been like being pushed into his wife's like pelvis or something. And so its head was all fucked up. It had this massive cone head and like crazy, crazy cone head, which is a thing that happens that no one tells you about. And so this baby comes out and my friend's like, like horrified, just standing there so scared, so anxious. He, he kept thinking he was going to pass out from the blood and stuff like that. And then the nurses are like trying to give this baby to him. They're like, hold your baby, hold your baby. And he's like, didn't want to touch it because it had this disgusting cone head and he thought there was something wrong with it. Like it just sounds horrible. And they're covered in gunk and shit. Like, ugh, ugh, yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. I was no watching, good. Um, <clears throat> I think I, I mentioned to you guys earlier, I only had one note this week and it was... It's kind of relevant to this, because um, speaking of human babies, I've been watching that that show Chimp Empire on on Netflix. Oh, dude, and I it's don't pretty good. Know I think what that is, I've seen it pop up. It's pretty sick. Yeah, chimps scare the fuck out of me, mainly because of that oh, movie man. we talked about the other day. Dude, they are scary. They're so animals. strong um, and like violent, and like they they go to war with each yeah. other and shit. Like, yes, well, that's what happens yes. in this show. Oh, lit. And. Um, <laughs> And it's like it's it's worth watching. I think it's the guy that made my octopus teacher. Oh, does he so, so we have know. Uh, oh, relations no. with any of the chimps? It's not. I don't think it's the. Oh, I don't think it's the <laughs> guy that was in it. I think they must have been a different documentary maker. They couldn't afford for him to actually fall in love again and have his heart broken. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. My octopus teacher. But anyway, it's um. So it's about like yeah, these these monkeys in the in this forest in I think Uganda, and um. Uh, and it, it is really interesting. Like the footage is amazing, and you see these little babies, and they you you like it does feel you can see how similar we are to them. Like the way that they kind of communicate with each other and their facial expressions, you can like see them thinking about stuff. And you sit there watching, and like you know, literally, you see these little baby monkeys, and they're like being breastfed, and they're kind of sitting exactly how humans sit, breastfeeding, and things like that. And yeah, you just you feel like we're so similar to you, and then. One of them will turn around and you get a clean look at their assholes and you're like, holy fuck, we are not that similar because their assholes are insane. I've never seen anything like it in my life. Have you guys seen it? Is it I need to oh. know, Andrew, is this a Dumble Do or Dumble Don't for the week? <laughs> um, I mean, like Dumble Do watch the show, but um, like, I don't know. Dumble Don't expect a nice... Nice hole. It's awful. It's like is it's it worse like, than a baboon? Because um, that's your your go to. I think it is. Okay, because like the baboons, right? They get that kind of like it almost looks like a like an angry bike seat. Like it's got <laughs> it's that like, like kind of Audi, leather. I would. Describe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this looks more like a like a a red like crumpled plastic bag just oh. hanging off their 
off their where their ass is. It's it's revolting. Uh, that check it that's out. Your note. That that wait that was your note for the week. <laughs> oh, oh, well, yeah. I, literally, my note is monkey asshole. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's all I mean, I've got written down. You can tick that off the to do list. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna immediately delete that because we don't need to talk about that twice. <laughs> yeah, tick that monkey one off asshole, the agenda. Done. Hey, yeah, big success, I reckon. I will go and. Very good. Uh, I will. Oh, sorry, I dumble will go and check out a chimpanzee's <laughs> asshole throughout the week. <laughs> Honestly, the show's pretty good. I mean, it's it's like it's. Um, oh, I'm keen. It's it's one of those shows where which I haven't seen for a while. I feel like they don't really make move, make shows like this anymore. Where they've just added like so much narrative to it, like they've anthropomorphized <laughs> them to to an insane degree. Like it's like it's like you know it's like buttons is is getting jealous because um, you know Michael the monkey looked the wrong way at at bubbles or whatever. Like the, it's it's all just somebody's made up the whole story, but. No, I'm I love shit like it. that. It's, it's very great. NRL commentary where they just read into a split second decision. Oh that my god! By so definition, true. is unconscious, and they'll just be like, "Luke Keery was uh, obviously thinking about his young daughter and how his wife's going when he dropped the ball just then." It's like, no, <laughs> definitely not. Well, and they really do frame this like this. Uh, you know, I'm not no spoilers for the for the nature documentary, but um, there you know because there is essentially like a, a big fight. Um, between these two different like monkey, you know, chimp tribes, um, and they really do frame it like it's the Battle of Waterloo, like it's like it's this like <laughs> grandiose kind of, and you know you've got Napoleon or whatever like charging at the front, like it's it's crazy, but um, definitely worth a watch. And this is is this the new Robbie Williams biography? <laughs> yeah, new Robbie Williams documentary. I wonder if in the Robbie Williams documentary, because presumably they're going to have sex scenes and stuff, because that was a big part of his thing. Whether he's going to mm. have a disgusting, flappy hole like the real chimps do. <laughs> well, well, hopefully they in. don't go for the ultra realistic um, Disney remake of the Lion King, the live action Lion King approach, <laughs> or we're going to get some ultra HD, 4K, IMAX level uh, chimpanzee assholes coming up. And um, I'm here for yeah. it, frankly. <laughs> what did I never saw I'm the live action Lion it. King? Why did you end with that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I could hear Nathan like struggling to think, how do I end this? <laughs> and then just settling on, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it. Did any of you guys see the um, the live action Lion King film? I did. I saw no. it on the worst Tinder date I think I've ever awful. been on. Like, okay, so That's we're going to so the shit. Lion King. You're lucky dates, Nathan. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so we should give you an indication of how hard it was to even like fucking meet up with this person in the first place. So I was like, let's go to a movie. So at least <laughs> we don't have to talk for two and a half hours. Yeah. And the movie itself, it was just like the most Perfect. perverse, like depressing shit I've ever seen because like the technology involved and I guess like the skill involved in putting it together is breathtaking, but it's all in service of like the stupidest product ever, like a, a completely shitty remake. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that these it's, days. It's John Favreau, isn't it? Who directed I think he it, had something sure. to do with it and... Yeah, or leaves involved. Yeah, I, I don't um, know, man. It was really, really. I, I, I think that's my least favorite movie of all time. When you factor in the whole viewing okay, experience. Okay, that's. 
Which is crazy because the original Lion King is one of my favorite movies. Like it is so fucking good. Oh yeah, like, it's so good. It really does hold up. Um, but anyway, the reason I ask is, uh, what did Rafiki's butthole look like? Yes. Oh, it's a good question. It's a really what good kind question. What kind of been that crazy? That. <laughs> it's a fascinating it's a question. Really, really good Very question. question. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's worth a rewatch just for Rafiki's asshole. You got to think though, when they were making that film, like they would have had to have a genuine discussion about what his butthole was going to look like. Like <laughs> when they were making the character, they're like, well, this is what a baboon's asshole looks like. Yeah. So what are we going to, like, are we not going to show? Yeah. Anyway. Um, Horrid, horrid. I'm glad that humans, um, you know, obviously we've got a common ancestor with the, with the with the apes and the, all of these monkeys and stuff like that. I'm glad that we really tined up that butthole. Oh, and, um, it's a beautiful It's a lot more age-appropriate Yeah, now, we I descended think. from the sibling with the hottest ass, which is a nice thought. I don't exactly know how yeah, the least florid anus. Um, that's our mum. So uh, thank you. All right. So let's. Should we do some orders of phoenix on the? I think so. I think it's high time we did some bloody orders of phoenix. I mean, what about Harry Potter and the florid anus? Just to try and knock <laughs> yes. one. Yes. Yep. yep. Hard to beat this week. Um, okay. Dumbledore, check out some chimpanzee asshole vids. Um, yep. The higher definition, the better. Or even go out into the jungle this week and see the genuine article mm. firsthand. You could do like a Jane Goodall approach Jane to Goodall. Yeah, Jane Goodall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assholes. But Dumbledore don't yeah. under any circumstances. Um, Dumbledore don't let Nathan plan your dates. If you're thinking of reaching out to Nathan as some sort of Will Smith <laughs> hitch kind of situation, I, I would I advise against it. I so disagree with that, but I mean, look, I'm happy to, to rubber stamp it, but honestly, in private, I disagree. I think these all sound like amazing games. <laughs> I'm surprised to this day I've ever had sex. It's crazy. <laughs> um, anyway, it's crazy. We need a word it's of the crazy. week. crazy. That's what Nathan says after every time he has sex. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> what? Can you believe that this shit? This is crazy. Can you believe that? was crazy. What the hell? <laughs> who, who okayed that? <laughs> all right, we're going to do a word of the week? Um, okay. It's all out of order this week, but why the fuck not? Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. Baldy, Baldy, Voldemort's Moldy, Luna, Luna, John West, Kent, Tuna. I don't care about anyone but Snape. Word of the week, dude. Three, two, one. Yeah. Electric little six. person anus fuck um uh, oh we haven't rated the page Vic- oh what was the page about <sighs> oh we actually didn't even finish the page i oh, know the dragon hatched um <laughs> <laughs> can you give us a summary quickly we got distracted uh dragon no the, the dragon dragon sneezed <laughs> and it, it sneezed sparks so okay, that's pretty funny. Well, Andrew, didn't Andrew, didn't you? Weren't the actual dragons um, during the NRL Anzac Day game? You were saying yes. Just before this, um, we recorded this podcast. We did have to delay things slightly because my mighty St. George Lawara Dragons um, did really stick it to the to the to the Roosters in the Anzac Day clash. Um, and they managed to lose by just one point, which is about as good as you can hope for. That you know, the dragons really do get up for this kind of stuff. Um, bit of NRL news, impromptu NRL news. But 
every year, like the, the, the Roosters are a much better team than the Dragons. The Dragons are terrible. Um, <laughs> but they do really get up. And you can kind of, you can imagine like the kind of people that like love the Dragons, the people that play for the Dragons, they would be really into like Anne Zachary, don't you think? Whereas, whereas like the Roosters are fucking godless. Like they don't, they don't give a shit about any of this stuff. <laughs> Um, so, but they still did beat us. So, um, Andrew, what was your Vossi quote from the commentary oh today? Oh my god, Vossi was, was on paint a little fire picture. It was an incredibly close game. Like they traded the lead all the way throughout. It was a flip of a coin who was going to win. And you know when the certain commentators, it's actually adorable. They get so fucking worked up and so into the game that they actually just can't. Speak correctly anymore. Yeah it's so And I awesome. know how that feels <laughs> They're Which overcome is, the, the, You know <laughs> as a broadcaster myself As a yeah, broadcaster yeah. That's The one job Is to really be able to <laughs> In those key moments Articulate themselves Better than anyone else In the room Yeah, yeah. That's, that's absolutely the pocket we sit in like throughout the entire podcast every week is just like mm-hmm. starting sentences that we have no like idea of how to finish <laughs> um or at least for me and that's, i'm that's, here even for that it. one yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh good old for it. anyway for it. the uh, the safety I'm for it <laughs> yeah it's good <laughs> honestly i'm here for it i'm here for it brother <laughs> From now on, that's the new that's the new out. Every time you're lost in a sentence, just say, and I'm here for it. Um, okay, so uh, Andrew Voss, um, famous moron, um, NRL commentator. <laughs> so it was getting to the end of the it was getting to the end of the match. I think there was like ten minutes left. It was Anzac Day, and it was I think twenty six all at this point. Andrew Voss goes. It just and this is like like in the middle of like a play like he, he, he there was no kind of fanfare he just goes at the going down of the sun mm. what a finish we have here <laughs> <laughs> you need <laughs> one of the funniest things i've ever heard i woke up early i was lying in bed watching this on my laptop and just <laughs> at the going down of the sun cuz it was cuz the sun was literally going down that was what he <laughs> yeah yeah was referring to what a finish we have here And what a finish it, it was The Mighty Dragons <laughs> Destroyed once it's again It's so jarring Because it's like There's a very um, Specific like Cadence to that Like At the going down of the sun We will remember them Yeah, yeah. At the going down of the sun What a finish <laughs> like, It doesn't work It doesn't no. work at all And it's disrespectful The whole point is At the going down of the sun We're meant to remember them We're not meant to put on A, a stupendous <laughs> final ten <laughs> We're meant to remember them. Oh my! Well, um, no what have we got? is that everything? Oh no, we've got a. Oh wait, we don't have a. Wait, did we even do a rating? Oh yeah. Um, let's 27, make it 27. 27. Yeah, that's how fine. many. That's that's all that should got. require. But we spoke for yeah, another ten minutes. Fuck? Now we need some very quick comeuppance, and I think uh, based on his performance at the Lucha Wrestling. No, 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 no. Crumuppance, brother. Cr- crumuppance, Victor Crumuppance. I think Chico is deserving <laughs> yes. of crumuppance this week for having made that <laughs> yeah, young fair. lady suck tequila out of his disgusting navel. <laughs> um, yeah, I hated hearing real about light that. Light cannot escape. Cool. Like it was a, just a. Horrible, horrible image. It so, didn't sound like enthusiastic no, no, no. consent to me, but I mean, I wasn't there in the room. Um, okay, what is his worst nightmare? What is Chico? Um, what can they? Maybe it's mm-hmm. kind of like you know. Oh, you. Oh, I you, think I've got one. You go. You if, go. You if, go. If you'll, if you'll indulge no, me. No, I was simply padding for time while I thought of something. 
I mean, remember, you've always got that little parachute you can pull. <laughs> yeah. um, Are you here for that you're it? here for it. <laughs> Were you here for it, brother? Um, no, so... Are you present or <laughs> absent? <laughs> <laughs> for yeah, it. Yeah, and for what reason? <laughs> Are you... Be unsubstantive. Anyway, um, Chico, I think he should have to um, drink a... They should pour... Tequila into a chimpanzee's anus, and he should have to drink it out of that. Chico, 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 I love that. Very, and no one's more deserving of that than one Chico. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we've reached the end of another very successful podcast, I have to say. <laughs> well done, um, everyone. Replete with technical difficulties and major malfunctions, this one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can get this out in the next couple of days because I think it's going to need some work. Uh, follow us on Instagram and make sure you follow us on YouTube as well. Paging Mr. Mm. Potter. Also, the Waterloader Hufflepuff um, oh, playlist yep. on Spotify. Yes, Once you've followed the podcast itself on Spotify, then you should search for the playlist Waterloader Hufflepuff. I am still updating that every week. It's a, it's actually a massive playlist now, so um, I don't know when you'd want to listen to it, but quite a lot of people do follow that playlist now. So um, yeah, write in and tell us when you're putting that on. I'd be fascinated to know. Um, and I think that's about yeah, I'm, it. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm it, still dude, here for it. Personally. I don't know if you guys are all here for it. Um, yeah, um, all here for it. Did that just Oop, cut out? What no, no, no. I just didn't want to say I was here for it because I'm not here for it. I would like to just. I'd, I'm not here for it. I would like to be not here right now for oh, this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fair okay. enough. Well, Harry Potter, Potter, see you later. Then. Yeah, well, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, see, see you later. later. Then. That's all you have to say. Harry Potter, see you later. Then. <laughs> <laughs>